Um, so I'm going to New York this weekend, right? For, That's um, fun. Yeah, I am excited. Uh, I'm going to, you know, see some shows, see my friends. Always mm-hmm. a good time. My annual Friendsgiving trip. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to wrap up my holiday shopping. There's mm-hmm. like the, the big, like, I guess like tertiary goal of this trip. Like there's like number one, see friends, uh, reconnect with people. Number two, see theater. And then number three, complete my Christmas shopping. Um, and, and so like, yeah, it's, it's like my, my brother's girlfriend is always like the hardest person I have to mm. shop for just cause you know. I've sure. known her for the least amount of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, we're not especially close. Uh, so I'm, you know, hopefully gonna go to the market and like find some like nice smelling things or, or whatever to get her. Sure. Uh, I don't think she'll listen to this, so I don't think she'll get spoiled on on what her present. On the nice you smelling don't think thing she'll that you get her. No, I would be very surprised if she. What percentage to this. do you think the odds are that she would listen to it? I'd probably like like less than one percent on any given day but it's not zero like it's not like do you she think knows she, that does she i have... know it exists i think yeah i've talked about my podcast and stuff before my, my, wow. my parents know about it and like like to brag about us being in vulture and stuff to people. okay like... okay okay Pump the brakes, guy. <laughs> we're live right now <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> how's everyone else's holiday shopping going has anyone even gotten started yet uh, no i mean my my family is not into like receiving gifts like the sure the practice in my family has always been like tell us what you want and it doesn't right. feel appealing to me to just like go to my parents and be like what do you want so they get nothing sure. yeah uh, sometimes yeah. i get my brother something if something yeah. appeals to me uh yeah. you know well, i won a bunch of uh truff hot sauce from the taco bell subreddit so he might get some of that sure. Did you taste it? No, I tasted it when Taco Bell had it. It's it's weird. Sure. Yeah, I don't know if I like it. Which is because I do like truffle. I know people like have a problem with it truffle. It is it's like a weird, like specific taste. Yeah, it's almost f- fruity. Kind of. Yeah. I mean it's just but like I, I think it is like a fairly artificial version of truffle. Truffle, yeah. Which is like not as overpowering as like real truffle can be. Like I I went yeah, to like Yeah, they were like a hot sauce infused with truffle oil or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like I went to uh like a fancy restaurant uh with family where they had some like very truffly french fries and it was just like my mouth t- it was, you know, they were pretty good but my mouth just tasted like truffle for the rest of the day sure. i'll just be open with it i don't know what truffles are. truffles are a type of fungus it's like a yeah. mushroom that grows in the woods famously only found by pigs and dogs this is what the movie but, pig is about and yeah. the movie the truffle hunters mm-hmm. so um, that's what i thought but there are also chocolate truffles tru- totally that's like a type things. of yeah that's just something made okay. right. that's where the of chocolate yes. yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah i guess yeah. right it's is that before... etymology more out of like trifles also or something? Like... I don't know. I think truffle. That's interesting. My guess is truffle, the mushroom, the fungus gets it because it kind of looks like a truffle. Maybe. And where do we but think truffula trees fall into the etymology? That's just straight Seuss, baby. There's no. We, is anyone looking up the entomology right now? No, you go for it, Cullen. Well, I was gonna tell a story if we have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for go it. Ahead. 
I, uh, I just, if it not, Emilio's editing this. Did baby, I say so etymology? Can, <laughs> yeah, you say I thought I said that. I meant etymology. <laughs> I had the thought in my head that I was saying the wrong one, but I knew what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story, just talking about you know food, talking about uh, shopping for gifts. My birthday dinner was recently, and there's a pizza chain. Uh, yeah. Not chain, I guess. It's like there's three restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a pizza restaurant near me. Uh, that has like a seasonal menu, um, and their seasonal dessert right now. I don't know why it's what the dessert is for winter, but they have a uh, orange dreamsicle cheesecake, Ooh. and it is so good. But the other star of the show from this birthday dinner was a uh, a, a pizza that has a boudin sausage on it, uh, which is like a Cajun. Sort of emulsified, you know, uh-huh. sausage that uh, has like a lot of Cajun spices. But it was uh, it was boudin, uh, boudin sausage, truffle cream, or uh, excuse me, um, Parmesan cream instead of like a sauce on the on the crust. Uh-huh. Sure. And then it has mushrooms. It has some herbs. I think uh-huh. it has some spinach even. Uh, and then it has this boudin sausage. Really, really good stuff. That sounds uh, truffle. Truffle is um is from Latin. Which is uh, a cognate of Latin tuber edible root. So okay, it sure. The, the mushroom was first, and then extended. Okay, and then the chocolate the truffles. Brown chocolates that look like truffles. Okay, sure, so I just had it back. Yeah, like a truffle. Yeah. That is weird like a to think that, like, yeah, almost, the, I feel that like. the, the chocolate would be ex- it would be invented before the plant, which is well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like truffles' popularity is only a recent ish thing. Yeah, I, maybe I, mean, it I feel was, like it's always maybe been. Maybe it was like popular. I remember in just the as a kid. World. Well, I just remember as a kid being like, ooh, like that's like the locked thing at the grocery store. It's in the like locked cabinet because they're so expensive. Well, right? I mean, look, I, this is maybe Yeah, I don't East know Coast what privilege. <laughs> not even. I don't well, know sure, what sure, grocery yeah. Andy's going to that have Were locked, they a locked truffle, truffle cabinet. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like a contained box because they like, yeah, because it's like so much more expensive. I remember this is not That's crazy. I've never, seen, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I would not assume. I have never seen truffle other than like truffle oil or things like that or like truffle hot sauce yeah at, a at like a grocery store, store. <laughs> what sure. can, like... can i kick it this is a podcast <laughs> about uh, it's really gonna be an all <laughs> oops all cold open episode <laughs> about film festivals believe it or not not truffle uh my name yes. is jesse Catherine weber and i am joined by andy gramuga truffle actually <laughs> 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 sorry. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Do you want sorry. to do another take of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. We've got fans. People know who we are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just, you're just giving Emilio a lot of work. <laughs> There's a lot of shit to cut out. Or Andy's just like, we rule. Everyone should smell our shit. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today we're doing you uh, a bit of a thematic pairing, talking about two films with a similar structure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking structure today. This is Andy's time to shine. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, which, which, it's Max Ophels, right? Is the, yes, Max Ophels. Because he has a son named Marcel, I know, who also Marcel, made movies. Yeah. But yeah, so Max Ophels is... The Shell? With shoes on. Uh, 
Bob! <laughs> Is that your Obama impression? What? No. <laughs> Uh, Boy, I was not expecting us to get this goofy this quickly. <laughs> We're talking about some pretty serious movies. Uh, uh, um, Michelle? Malia? <laughs> Marcel? Michelle? Michelle? Uh, uh, Is that yeah. making the Obama list? Hey, ain't we even on um, Did someone... Uh, Sorry. Yeah, we can't We can't get into that. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, the Ophels film, Laurent, uh, based off the play uh, also called Laurent, and then uh, Andrew Budyalski's new film that premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival this year uh, before getting kind of pooped out by Magnolia Pictures a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about it. In a time of bad releases, uh, maybe one of the worst. Should we talk about this real quick? I mean, do you want yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. Or do you want to hold on to it? Okay. When's this episode coming out? Next week? No, this, this week. No, Friday. This is tomorrow's. Okay, yeah, yeah or Friday. Tomorrow. Excuse me. Yes. Well, yeah. Then it's current news. Um, extra, uh, uh, Eternal Daughters day and date. Yes, that's accurate. That's what they did for souvenir, right? For That's souvenir. so ridiculous. No, they or for, no, they didn't do it for either souvenir. The, that was the whole no, thing. Right. Was they just like didn't two put souvenir part two out at all. It, it was like yeah. a weird. They did like a qualifying run type thing, or just it like wasn't a limited, even that. And they it was cut just it. Like it played in like a few theaters, and then they just like kept the theatrical run going for like three months and wouldn't put it out into theaters, even though like. In most of the big cities, it just, like, played within the first couple weeks of coming out and then was just gone. And, like, Souvenir, the first one, I feel like, played The first one played at my art house. Yeah. Like, it, like, got a release. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't, like, I think it, I don't think it, like, was, like, the worst bomb ever at the art house or whatever here. Like, Uh I can't imagine they weren't interested in having part two at some point. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it just never it never made its way here. For some yeah, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I think we th- we talked about it a little bit more yeah. Armageddon time, but sure, like, windows are just nothing. Bones I mean, and all windows. Is co- if Bond- Bones and all is coming out on VOD like in two weeks. Yeah, or like Bones and all, and Fablemans, like, they Fablemans, all played in the right, theaters for three right. weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, part of it's that that seems to be just like what Universal's doing with everything, and then yeah, like A twenty four is just like we'll have like two or three movies a year that we, like, actually put out, and everything else will just be day and date and play in, like, 30 feet. What is... Do they have, uh... Have they announced the release structure for the inspection yet? Uh, I mean, that's getting rolled out now. Uh, Okay. I think maybe we're... I think... I feel like the Alamo here had it last weekend. I think the Regal's getting it this weekend. That's getting, like, their biggest release in a while. I, After Sun also, like, uh, hasn't gone to VOD yet and has been playing around, though not nearly as much. I assume that The Whale will get a solid sure. runway. Uh, but yeah, The just Whale like, is just like... The Whale just seems like they don't want to show I mean, yeah, that they, movie the to tr- people. They put out a teaser. Right. Yeah. Yes, where I you currently, barely yeah. see him. I have the whale on the upcoming movies list at my art house, but none of these. I don't have inspection. I don't have. Interesting. Um, 
crazy. Yeah, other A24 ones. I mean, yeah, it's just like... Yeah, I don't have a third time. The, uh, the movie or the example of this that I always think about is like when Manchester by the Sea came out. It's like owned by Amazon, a streaming company. I'll, yeah. Given at the time there were two, but mm-hmm. they have it and it get, uh, it like it, it premiered and it went wide in November and then didn't come out until May. Yeah, and yeah. made like forty million dollars. Like, yeah, it yeah. had. Oh, this was the thing because Netflix wouldn't yeah. put out. They they they, they you right. know had such limited. Right, Netflix was like not doing anything at all at that right. point. Well, I remember because yeah. Amazon's first big one was the uh, the Spike Lee, right? The yes, um, Chirac. Chirac, Chirac, yeah, Chirac, yes. And I remember at the time being like. They don't even have listed on here when it's coming to Amazon, as uh-huh. they were doing yeah. the theatrical rollout. And I was like, "Am I going to get to see it on Amazon?" Like, I was yeah. like curious, like when that would happen. Like, it was very unclear. And like, they they used to give movies like eight or nine months or something. Well, they would like because they yes. would do yeah they, they would, would put do it a on purchase sale window digitally on it as well and right? then put yeah. it out physically and yes. then put it on prime yeah yes. like and i think what happened there is that they just had that kind of disastrous 2017 and they were like never mind well also yeah. like leadership at amazon sure sure like three times but even then. now they're sending mixed messages because they did they do that thing where they announced that they were investing a billion dollars into theatrical movies but they're also bones and all because that's an amazon MGM bones and all well, because well, they bought oh, MGM. Sure. Yeah, and also right. it was yeah, like, right. I feel like it was like never clear what they were doing with the 13 Lives. Yeah, that like, did it Right, they changed theaters? the plan on that like four, three or And four everyone times. likes it? <laughs> this is it's the crazy great. thing. The one Ron Howard movie that has a positive reception in like 20 years, no one is pushing. It played my art house like a month ago. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> That's After crazy. it was on Amazon. That, yeah, that is crazy. It, would have, it had been out for like three months at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I don't know what sure, we're yeah, going to is... talk about these movies in. We didn't discuss it. But they're there, put out by Magnolia Pictures, released to like like five theaters. Other than that, a movie you can see only on VOD. You might say, oh, yeah. if, if it's been released to VOD, there's other ways you can see it. No. Not right now. Well, also, so like, quite. I have not heard one pen- person mention this movie who is not, like, in our social circle. Like, who is, yes. uh, like, a friend oh, of yeah. ours. I like, mean, no people like, no, know that no this movie No major exists. critic has even, like, Right, yeah. No one has even until like, Jesse like this. put it in special presentations like two and a half weeks ago. I didn't know that this movie was like anywhere near coming out. I well, it played uh, it played Tribeca. Right. I, I mean, we talked Tribeca. about yeah. it when it played Tribeca. But that was the thing I needed to be re- to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, yeah. It, it has been quiet since Tribeca for sure. Yes, and like when uh, Magnolia Pictures first announced the release date, it was listed as in theaters only and i was like wow really they're gonna like i hear this movie's like really Push. weird they're gonna do like a theatrical run for it and then uh, sure uh got a never mind on that <laughs> psych yeah also you thought? To, it's not that weird i guess i mean <laughs> it is we'll talk about it yes sure. i basically yeah, agree we'll talk you. about it but when i watched it i will i'll say that i was like 
you know what? This movie makes sense to watch on like a laptop. I mean, sure. I for sure. Yes, I don't disagree. I mean, like I, you know, he was. I I don't know how much you read about the production of this movie, but like he no. directed this movie basically on a laptop. Like he, so that okay, you that's can, what I thought. Right, you can yeah. see I mean, watching it that yeah. like the people are in different rooms. What it is is yes. that yeah. the the people in the seat. So okay, I'll, I'll just say this movie is. A series right, we're of talking scenes. about there. Well, yeah, we're we're talking about there, 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 uh, all over the place. We'll talk about both. We can yeah, talk about both. well, you know, we're still, but I'll introduce what there there is now. Which is yeah, 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 a yeah. movie that is a series of scenes, mostly between two people, and you can immediately see that a they're never in the shot, the same shot, and like b if you're paying attention, though, Bielski said it in an interview that like people will sometimes see the movie and be like. Something's weird, but I couldn't tell what it was. But, like, if you're paying attention in the first scene, like, the walls in the rooms are different colors. Yeah, so you can see that they're in different The decorations are different. Yes. So what it is is that... I am realizing this right now. You (laughs) did right. That is all I can think about watching it. That's right. So, Andy, not only are they in different rooms filming it, the yeah. the actors never shot together. They would have that's crazy. Yeah, so they in none would, of the scenes. Oh, not the bar is different. Yeah, the so they wow. lit, so the they, feet are different. Yeah. The way it was shot bar. is that there would be it's an so cool. actor, just like for the yeah. most part, just like in their house, and they would have a scene partner who was just like reading lines with them, and then they would also have a camera. Who was not operating. the actor portraying that other character? Right, just a scene partner like a who they supervisor found. or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a, a, a local person, and then also a local ca- uh, camera operator, and then that camera sure. operator would just be and was working with an iPhone, and then the iPhone would be on Zoom and Bujalski. And the right. uh, cinematographer were on Zoom and it would be like, okay, can you do this? Can you do this? Can... And it sure. would be, so it they would basically just iPhone. shoot like, yeah, it was all iPhone. And they would right. basically I did put shoot, together that like... I, right. I put together that it looked a little funny. Uh-huh. And then I saw in the credits like, oh, iPhone. I was like, oh, it's an iPhone movie. That's why it looked a little <laughs> so funny. So this is exactly then, like... <laughs> what he said in the interview, I think in uh, sure. Filmmaker Magazine, yeah. is that people would say that to him and he'd be like... Really? You didn't notice that they're not in the same room? And so, yeah, like, there were times at which they had not, like, they would be shooting a scene and not have even cast the other person in the scene yet. That's so crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. (laughs) And And I had already, like, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I knew this, but was not, like, thinking about it throughout the movie. Like, I feel like yeah, I had certainly seen great. people say, like, oh, this movie is such an experiment. It's so weird. It's a... I, I don't think right. that's really the case. I think it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I definitely put together, it's... like, that there were no other people other than the main people in each sure. scene uh-huh. in it. Yes. And I don't know if I 100% put together there was never any shots when they were sharing uh-huh. the space that's crazy i don't know like i guess i did notice that obviously i noticed that it was like a lot of isolated shots or uh-huh. whatever but i don't know if i ever put it together that it wasn't ever yes. the case but there um, e- there are even shots that are like clearly like th- this is a trick playing on the fact that these people can't be in the same are in the same space like th- there's stuff in the schwartzman segment where he like moves the sign and then the other guy gets the sign yeah where it's like the entire bit that's playing there is that that like the sign isn't Sure. Well, right. like yes. Maybe this is giving space. the game away, but I was 
the least engaged by the Schwartzman scene, so maybe I was <laughs> zoning out for that bit. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you could also, like, at the beginning, like, uh, Lily Taylor's walls are, like, green yes. and uh, Lenny James's aren't. Do you know where they were shooting? Was it just, like, their houses? Yes, or it was mostly sets? their houses. Like, you can also, That's... like, it's also in the credits, like, all the places that they shot in. So, oh, like, see, yeah, well, this I is think, my problem. Like, some of them were uh, shot in Austin, it. some of them weren't. Uh, like, I know the the actor who comes in in the second scene, I think, is, like, a local Austin actor who's in computer chess also, and other than that, yes. hasn't really done movies. So that was done in Austin, yeah. and there was maybe one She's other one. great. She's my favorite. I, Annie I, Laganga. Yes. Um, or I might be pronouncing that wrong. Uh, the yeah. problem with, when I watched it, you're talking about the credits... Yeah. Uh, the movie was almost over. I think I had three minutes left in the runtime or something like that. And it started buffering. And it, like, paused the movie. So I refreshed my page. I, you know, reset my internet, refreshed my page. And uh, it kicked me out of the screening oh, link. No. <laughs> so, like, I didn't get to see the last, like, three minutes. I just saw Lenny James, like, drinking from a cup. <laughs> and then it just, like, the that, the movie uh-huh. ended for me. So I hope I didn't miss anything after that. But I did miss the credits. Uh-huh. What, I had, uh, what I had assumed was that um, it was a Zoom thing, but just with the laptop cameras. So it makes more sense that it's iPhones. Uh-huh. That's how yeah. they're able to sort of... yeah. Get, yeah, get more spots because it also did look like insane, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah. I was I, at first I was like, oh, is this just their laptops? But then I was like, these other shots are a little too composed yes. for yeah. them to have just been like Zoom laptop yeah. shots. Like somebody was. Oh, I mean, I figured camera. like he was, um, you know, staging everything. Yeah, but this is the thing. It's like watching this movie, and I've not seen. Bujalski's movies pre-computer chess. Yeah, I've been. But it, it is a very interesting thing of like. Okay, (laughs) sure. So there we go. Um, Have you seen what is the other one? Um, I don't think so. I uh, yeah. There's two. It's Beeswax and Mutual Appreciation. Mutual Appreciation. No, I haven't seen it. Um, but just like, was the because you know more about the production. Was it just a COVID thing that he? Yeah, he like wanna, he that like took this long did to not. Come out. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I don't. I mean, it could have been shot I, in twenty twenty one. Right, he like yeah, he he didn't like start writing it until COVID, and I think like by the time he it was in production, it was not like you can't be in the same room with other people. It was more just like, well, we've been figuring we we were just working this into the production, and like this will be yeah. obviously more safe. So like like I think he also said that like. A lot of the actors, like, at least half of them he wrote with the actor in mind, but or it was the first person he thought of, but, like, Lenny James, he said, was, like, the first person who he was mm-hmm. not living with, who he, like, went to go meet. Like, they, I think he was shooting The Walking Dead in Austin, and, like, his agent just reached out to Bielski and was like, would you ever want to do anything with my client? And he was, at that point, he was working on this and just, like, went and, like, had coffee with him in a park. And it was like, oh, yeah, this guy's great. He should be in the movie. Yeah. He is so good. Um, yeah. But, yeah, when, uh, the thing that I just kept thinking about, and I don't know if I talked about, I think I talked about this recently. Maybe when we talked about James Gray and Armageddon Time, but maybe not. But there's this quote of James Gray talking about watching a George Cukor movie. 
and just sort of being like, this movie's good but not great, but I still just will never have this sort of mastery of like mise en scène and like where to put the actors uh, that Kukor has just because they have so many at-bats back then in the studio system. And I was just thinking about it of like, um, sort of having to return to a smaller thing like these mm-hmm. iPhone cameras um, for Budolski, who, uh, you know, his last movie that he directed was Support the Girls, which was like a bigger movie for him. Yeah. And, yeah. um, but he also wrote, you know, Lady of the Tramp. So like, right, yeah. he'd been um, in the, this sort of set. He was for that one. Yeah, <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, it reminded me. It, it, it's like he mastered Mumblecore and like was able to go back to it sure. and make a movie better than any of those, <laughs> but still like have this quality to it. And like, uh, th- it reminded me a lot of. Um, just like you know, early Mumblecore that I've seen, and like right, mm-hmm. yeah. the poster children of it being like I guess the Duplasses, uh, what like Lynn Shelton, um, and then him yeah. and Swanberg, uh, yeah, him and Swanberg, and I feel like uh, Lynn Shelton, I, I haven't seen past Hump Day, so I haven't seen her more contemporary movies. Um, I really liked but, some of her later work. I think, I mean, her last movie I think was right. really fun. Sort of uh, trust is that that yeah, one? Yeah, that that's what really it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I w- I did want to see that, but I just like Swanberg has had things that I've enjoyed. Um, sure. And like, but he's sort of now, gone. That was the and, like, time to watch Easy. On sure. <laughs> and like the Duplasses really like have gone so far beyond like right. Mumblecore right. at this point. I, mean, I think with like Mark Duplass is like an Emmy Award nominated actor for the <laughs> morning show. Right. I mean I think that like most of those other people would always include both when they in on the smaller movies and most of the later ones would uh, have used a lot of improv where I think as I think Bujelski never really has used much improv. And he is also sure. like I think both the person who has bristled the most at the Mumblecore label, despite kind of being Mm -hmm. the original, like, this is the guy, and who has, like, moved on from it the most effectively. Yeah. But, like, it is the thing of, like, support the girls and results, Mm -hmm. and even computer chess, which I'm less fond of, um, are, like, so much better than any of the other (laughs) output that I've seen, basically, uh... From from the Mumblecore scene, I guess if you include like Alex Ross Perry, that's a different thing. Yeah, but, or, or you know, Lena I mean, Dunham like even. obviously Gerwig was involved. Yeah, Gerwig in that as, as well. well. Um, but it is he's elevated to the the level of you know a Gerwig or even higher. Right. Um, I mean, like Alex Ross returns... Perry doesn't really emerge until that scene is dying. I feel like sure. Uh, yeah, yeah but, like, they, he's, like, in the sort of, like, post-mumblecore wave of, like, uh, Sophia Tikal and Lawrence Michael Levine and, like, yeah. people like that. Like Aaron Katz. Yeah. Um, Katz was maybe around a little earlier. Uh, I feel like he has, like, a 2005 movie or something. But it, it, it is just, like, so, uh, impressive to me. And, like, I mentioned on saying... It's it's very like uh, easy to draw mm-hmm. the lines between like him and Link Ladder of like using uh-huh. mini DV at the time. Yeah, and like these, obviously like, they're stories. both Austin people. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, but yeah, I thought it was incredible. I really, it, even like setting aside the performances that I mm-hmm. think are largely great, just like the form of it, I was 
so taken with as soon as it started, basically. And then now finding out even more about it that, mm-hmm. like, because I was already just like, how do you do this as an actor? Just like over the screen, it must be so tough because they are so good. <laughs> and then hearing that they're reading like against the script supervisor, like whatever equivalent for this mm-hmm. scale, I'm just like, yeah, befuddled. It's, it's it so is, crazy. It's, I love this movie, and I really was like, I feel like even people who like like Bujalski and are open to like movies like this who. I was like, okay, based on those reactions, I'll temper my expectations a little bit. And then I was like, what are these people talking about? This movie is so great. And then, like, even people who have seen it recently have been like, oh, it's interesting. I don't like it as much of his recent movies. And so I'm glad to finally be in a group of people talking about this movie where I don't feel crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. I I was really taken by it. Like, I might just I just ha- I have not dipped my toe in farther far enough, but I just might l- really like mumblecore. I don't know what to say. I feel like yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I only really our culture seen... is not your costume. Right, like <laughs> come on, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I only have really seen the like post mumblecore features from the mumblecore directors like i saw I've seen some of the early ones i saw a lot of the yeah, like mid 2010 swanbergs i saw sure. many of lynn shelton's later films i've seen all of sure. bujowski's movies starting with uh uh computer, computer chess. chess i've seen uh some of the later duplass movies but i have like almost not at all seen any of the like original era mumblecore movies even though i yeah. assume there are probably things in there that i would like you should watch the puffy chair emilio and that'll really you know scare you straight off of mumblecore <laughs> come on I mean, I, I that's mean, the thing, my, like... my bona fide they're just like i was the one hump day guy on the podcast if i do remember right i was the one person who was like i really like hump day. Uh, i like hump day uh, yeah, but yeah, like Andy you might and have maybe been Jesse the were like a little one. softer on it, and I was pretty anti. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked uh, Blair Witch Project, which is like weird. Sure, that doesn't movie. really count. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that what I liked about the Blair Witch Project is just like them having weird mumbly conversations. Sure, sure. sure. I mean, there's definitely that's like in a weird like proto mumblecore zone, I guess. Yeah. Where like yeah. and I and it's also just like yeah like I've been in a l- real link later space mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. so just sure. a thing like yeah. this which is just like people talking yeah it's very link letter vibe for sure yeah yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. will really will really work for me but I truly I I mean I. I, I from like the first reverse shot I was like oh they're in different spaces <laughs> yeah. this is crazy I didn't know that this movie yeah. was like that's I think, what I was, yeah truly it was maybe just like I am not used to watching a movie on my laptop I so like I so rarely do it uh-huh. you're just like I this was, is what they look like I was like <laughs> just in a different headspace than I usually am of like being able to observe like visual details I guess sure mm-hmm. and like also like it is shot like with a lot of extreme close ups you are like right up in the actor yeah. yes um, yeah actor space a lot. And so, like, I guess I was really struck by that, that I was not uh-huh. focusing on the background details as much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it yeah, is... Yeah, but there... there I, I, and I think you noticed that, like... I think you did notice this, Andy, where it's, like, whenever there's, like... There's sometimes wider shots where you can just tell that, like, finger just, like, absolutely empty. 
Sure, I mean, right, it is a very very empty-feeling movie. Like, Mm -hmm. and if only because, like, there's never anyone else in any of the scenes. It yeah. Is always yeah. Even, like, when they're in a the bar scene. at the end, yeah. Right. You just, like, hear yeah. in the soundtrack, like... Right. You know... Yeah. Uh, peace and, and like, cares, peace and cares. Right. <laughs> very, and, like, the very pointedly not showing, like, the other parents there at the teacher conference. Sure, right? yeah. Like, uh-huh. All that stuff. It's like, yeah. wow, like, we're really going the extra mile to not have anyone else be in this movie. It's certainly... Uh-huh. Like, yeah. But it's like, e- even when, uh, like, when Molly Gordon, like, shouts whatever at the bar, and then it's like, uh, she turns and apologizes to everybody. There's, like, a very wide... Sh- like, it's like a pr- fairly wide yeah. shot of, like, no the bar, one. and it's just, like, absolutely... Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, and certainly I was, like, in that last scene in the bar, I was like, where is the other bartender? Like, I was thinking about that, but, like... Sure, like, who not, gave her a drink? Right, yeah. Yeah, and, I, I mean, it's, I, I feel like it's just, like, it makes it striking to watch, and it's also just, like, an effective thing of just, like, you feel like all these people can't really connect with each other because they're literally not in the same space. Right. Each other. Yeah. There is always a distance there. Sure. Um... Let's talk about the structure for a moment, because we sure, sort sure. of hinted at it. It is that, so, LaRond, right, the uh-huh. play, like, the idea is, right, it's, you start with a, it's a series of duets, right, a series uh-huh. of two-person scenes. Mm-hmm. Each, uh, one person from each scene gets, then leaves that scene to be paired with another person, mm-hmm. who then, the person they're paired with then leaves to be paired with another person, and on and on and on, until you reach back, yes. the last new person repairs with the original person yes you met. Yeah. Like which the the classical structure yes right which there there I, it fucks it up a little bit yeah they do mix it up a little bit it, it goes out of order i am of course familiar for, for with this structure and after seeing there there the reason i was like oh we'll do Laurent is that uh Laurent is used as an improv form and i was reading it was apparently craig kakowski who first I saw introduced well. uh Oh, really? Using it as an yeah, improv like, form, yeah, the movie. in the nineties, and was like, That's oh, really fun. and was like, yeah, and he was like, oh, this would work well as an improv form because, like, I think you know, when you talk about like the Herald, the sort of er improv form, the way that that yeah. is structured is such that at the end there will be moments of callbacks and connections, and so this is another very obvious form with which those things are going to arise. Uh, I actually took a class, uh, in, like, 2020, or maybe early 2021, on the Laurent with Alex Berg on Zoom, who he had had the idea, oh, because this is so kind of pared down, and it's all two-person scenes, and you generally know who the next person is, so you're not kind of having to deal with the scene transitions that become more clunky on Zoom... This is an improv format that is particularly well tailored for Zoom, uh, which right, is yeah. funny that then uh, this is what you know. I I would imagine that there was some uh, conscious uh, using of the form on uh, Bujalski's part. I mean, like I watching Laurent. There's the scene. Which one is it? It's towards the end. I think it's the poet and the young woman that is on the... It has the sort of two-tiered ta- set. And that was mm-hmm. making me think of the way that Bujalski shoots the, uh... Uh, the, like, programmers similar. Uh, I guess he's in, like, a loft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Schwartzman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I do, and like in there, there. So like, I was really on board actually until he fucked it up, and it was like <laughs> two new characters who I hadn't seen before, and I was like, wait, what's going on? Who are these people? Like, I don't quite uh-huh. like understand what's happening here, and like that's where it lost me weirdly. Like was like at that moment. And then, like, it got me back. Well, and also, I guess it was just, like, I was so knocked out by that second scene, which, like, really, like... The, the one with Lily Taylor and... Yeah. The, I mean, or, that, no, the, the third scene. The third, oh, the third I mean, scene both of the, the, the Annie Ganja scenes, yeah. right. I think, are really yes. incredible. I think you're right. I was I mentioned earlier, she's my favorite in the movie. I think she gives an incredible yeah. performance. I mean, I think they're scenes. all great, but, yeah, that is a really good performance. Um, yeah, the third scene, like, you know, I... I mean, was as a former substitute teacher was like deeply <laughs> identifying with like the not that exact scenario obviously but like the uh uh-huh. the like oh like someone is calling me on stuff that like I wasn't prepared to be called on today uh-huh. sort of of it all yeah um and like reacting to that when someone's like accusing you of doing a bad job for like legitimate reasons and and, and all uh-huh. that sort of stuff in the defense yeah, yeah, yeah. like I really like that one like really knocked me out, and then like, and right, and then it was like Jason Schwartzman and the other guy. Yes, and I was which like, is oh, I, thematically connected anything? because there's this uh, whatever talking about the yeah. uh, weird porn site, yes. right? And I was like, oh, is like one of these like her son grown up or whatever? Like there was like that sort of like, right. I mean, I was like I... looking for more of a connection. Sure, than I mean, was. I I assumed it was I I, had, I so I knew the. Uh, that it was people, the, like, technical stuff, but I did not know if it was... I didn't even know if it was going to be, like, people coming back or if it was just going to be a series of scenes between people. And so I I pretty quickly was like, oh, he's doing Laurent. And then, so by the time he subverts it, I was like, oh, I trust him to get back. I also just, like, knew that that Lenny James character, like, that character is very easy to bring back because we've set yeah. up that he owns a restaurant. And so then as soon sure. as you see Molly Gordon in the bar, I was like, okay, this is his bar. He's doing what I thought yeah. he was going to do. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I was more intrigued by the subversion than put off by it. Um, What's the second Schwartzman scene? Who's he talking to? It's He's it's, talking to, like, the ghost of right, his father? His no, dad's it's, friend. His dad's no, friend. Right. It's yeah. clear that it's not his father, because he says it I some point, right, like, yeah, why yeah. the fuck would my father I put that together, but then I feel it. like they blurred it again towards the end of the scene or something. Maybe. I, I mean, I... Exactly. Emilio might be right it was his father's friend. My guess was that it was, like, a mentor or an old boss or something like that was Maybe. the impression that I got. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. Like, at one yeah. point, he is like, why did dad send you instead of right. let me hear himself? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, yeah. That's I like, I think, I think I slightly agree with Andy in that, that first Schwartzman scene. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, it's like a little off-putting, and I don't know if if it's like fully works for me, but I really like that second yes. Schwartzman yeah. scene. Which like um, yeah, I was certainly more into it of the of the two, but I was also still just a little mm-hmm. freaked out by the like the yeah, the and like the the guy playing the ghost is I think the other actor who is like not primarily a film actor. I think he's like a band leader who's uh like had I think he's had it sounded like he'd had like uh, involvement in other movies where like maybe he would. 
do some music and pop up. Like, I think he was maybe even involved in um, Histoire d'Amérique, which we talked about, which makes sense because Bogolsky studied under Chantal Ackerman at uh, Harvard, so that could be where that connect. Uh, Yeah, Roy Nathanson. Roy Nathanson, sure. And, like, he maybe worked with Jarm. He's maybe in a Jarmish or something, too. And, yeah, he, like, has music in shortcuts yeah. and in um it's weird that you bring up histoire dumber because i did think of that a little bit also as like um just the visuals of like uh-huh the the the, the, the quality the close-up um yeah mm-hmm. i i really do like that second scene with schwartzman i really like um I mean, I guess it is just the one, the, the, the first one of the Schwartzman that is the one I respond to the least as well. Yeah, I think so. Maybe just because it's, uh, the other actor is sort of a drip. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's also... Yeah, I don't know if I love that guy. That's also the one scene where, in the context, you know, they're, they're diegetically not in the same place. They are having yeah, a Zoom right. call during that scene. That also, yeah, but I do. I I really like um, the the scene with because uh, it's it's Lenny James and Lily Taylor at first. Uh-huh. They like yeah. had a one night stand, yeah, and are both at times trying to get away from the other one, mm-hmm. and it ends up that Lily Taylor is trying to get away from Lenny James, and then she has a conversation with her sponsor, mm-hmm. right, who was sponsor. uh, the actress that we had mentioned earlier, Annie Lagunja. Um, uh huh. Yes, uh, and that scene is really good. Yes, I think um, what's really it's, impressive yeah, is really how fun she's, energies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah how uh, Laganga, Laganga. How are we saying this, Laganga? <laughs> I don't know, Lagange. Sure. Um, well, how 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 she is able? She should to come do... on the pod. She's great. We should. Sure. I mean, I would be very uh, intimidated, <laughs> uh, but. Um, just the 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 different energies that she plays in both of her scenes are really fascinating to me, because um, she is like a sort of right. calm but stern in the scene right. of Lee Taylor, no where she's like yeah, right, the yeah. person you're talking about as your previous sponsor like was not helpful for you and like getting to the root of like this kooky like crystal right. spiritualist yes. that uh Lily Taylor is where she's like anything yes. anyone wants to try I'll let them. Yeah, I really appreciated that sort of recontextualizing of the Lily uh Taylor character where I was like this scene, the first scene I was like oh this is a really interesting character. I feel like there's something weird about her and then the Annie Laganga character very much brings that out of her being like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And then sure. you go to this scene where Annie Laganga is at this Peter uh, parent-teacher conference with Molly <laughs> Gordon confronting her, and you're like, oh, this woman is just a real bitch. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's, a, yeah, it's a, especially, yeah, the contrast of her being reactive versus her being uh-huh. active. And yes. Her, to, like, is, like, just, like, a, a perfect, like, diptych of that, of yes. nailing... Who, I'm filling you in on who this character yes. is, like yeah. in these two different situations. Um, right, where yeah. it goes from, oh, I'm glad that she's calling the Lily Taylor character on being kind of kooky to like, oh, Jesus Christ, chill out, lady. Right, you're yeah. right. You're you're maybe taking this a few steps yes. too far with this teacher. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, yes, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then, I mean, I, I, I just think, um, I think Lenny James is so good. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird yeah. thing. Cause I just don't see him that often. Uh, cause I guess I don't watch the walking dead. He's on one of those. He's right? on the, the spin off maybe. Cause I think the, the other guy from the Schwartzman scene also is Whoa. maybe on that or on one of cause I he think he's on the regular, he's on the regular one for 55 episodes and then he's on fear for 66 episodes. Okay. Right. So, so he's yes. done. I think that like uh, almost 120 episodes of the walking dead. Of walking yeah. Dead so I think that those must over shoot somewhere in Texas. And so they, I think they do shoot in met, Texas. And yes. so Bujalski had met some, he hadn't met Lemmy James, but had met Avi Nash. Yeah. Um, but he's so yeah, good. I mean, I, I I did watch him just like in that first scene. I was like, like who's this guy? This guy yeah. is like incredible. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, he's so good in that first scene, like so energetic and mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. And then like, I do. Yeah. It, the, the, the scene I love that last with, scene too. Yeah. Yeah. With yes, him and Molly Gordon, I think is really really strong. Yeah. Um, yes. Which then the last done. scene. Yeah. Instead of looping back around with a character from the previous scene, loops back. The Avi Nash the character and the Molly Gordon character at first, yeah. and then the Avi Nash character leaves, and then you get a scene between Lenny James and the Molly Gordon character, uh, which is yeah. also this just like uh, th- that is I think also a really fun scene. Uh, yes. Yeah, and especially yeah, I guess yeah, both the, the both the first and the last scene I think are both the, both the Lenny James scenes I think are really wonderful also illustrations of like characters like getting on the same page mm-hmm. and getting off like it's like constantly yes. in flux like where they're how they are regarding the other and like where mm-hmm. where they're at in terms of like I am intrigued by you and want to spend time with you versus like I would like you to I would like to try to exit this situation and this conversation like both those scenes and especially I think the last one really does that beautifully and yeah the way that like it's you know, and it's that classic thing that like you often get in like plays, where it's like, mm-hmm. how are you going to get this character not to exit when like <laughs> they're like when one one actor's uh-huh. objective is so strongly like get this person to exit, and the other person's objective is do not exit no matter what they do, mm-hmm. and like you like it's a classic like acting class and I'm improv class like that sort of yep. like mm-hmm. those are like your th- those are your super objectives is like yeah you know unstoppable force immovable object like let's get them mm-hmm. to meet and like I do think like that that is always fun to see in a something where you are doing like longer scenes that have a lot of room yep. to breathe and like mm-hmm. can, can have a lot of different dynamics mm-hmm. in that central conflict of yeah. super objectives. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I don't know. I to start talking Lyrland, I like that movie fine. I do feel like being familiar with the structure as like an improv thing, the thing that uh is kind of drilled about what like makes it interesting is like you can put these characters in like totally different contexts and uh uh, be you know kind of have totally different subject matter and it'll hold together because if your if your characterization is strong enough and so Laronde is just like the movie is less interesting to me because it's just like the scenes are all about them fucking and also yeah. I just like get, I I'm like I'm sure if I were around in 
early 20th century Europe, I would be more interested in, like, whatever commentary it's making, and I'm just like, sure. whatever. Well, the sure. other thing that we didn't talk about um, with there there is the role that is, like, traditional from the play and in the film of the Master of Ceremonies, right. where it's Anton Walbrook and LeBron. Uh-huh. It's this musician in there there yes. who so uh, cool. starts by playing saxophone and then sort of jumps around to different instruments mm-hmm. and uh, different activities. The one where he's playing, like, the guitar that's, like, or not the guitar, just, like, right. the string the, oh, right. with the mallets. Yeah. yeah, with the mallets, because, yeah, it's not a lap yeah. steel either. Yes, that's very it's cool. It's really, really crazy. But yeah, yeah but here it's uh, in Laronde, it's uh, Anton Walbrook from uh-huh. Red Shoes, Andy, your favorite. Sure, yeah. Um, oh, is, he, is uh, he the guy who Andy was like, this is the character I've Yeah, in the Red Shoes, he's the, uh-huh. the composer. Yeah, okay. My dream. Uh, Andy the producer. Was like, uh, yes, yeah, sorry. We can't get into this again. <laughs> Andy did, like, perk up, though, just at the idea <laughs> of getting to <laughs> pretend for a second. <laughs> what the is it, power, Limitov? The artistic power. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah. So with LaRonde, I was, like, it was tough because I was, like, I love how... I love the like the idea of like writing with the structure mm-hmm. or whatever. Like that's always that's just interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I like the aesthetic of it. I like the black and white. Yes. Like the sound uh-huh. quality of it all is like really cool. Uh-huh. Like the big sets, the like big performances and all that sort of thing. I just always find like especially yeah stuff from this era like the 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 quality of the sound and I find this with like old sitcoms and stuff mm. too. I just find very relaxing. Like that mm-hmm. sort of like. I guess it's like like a just like a big mono like sound stage sort of like sound. There's recording. a richness to it. Yeah, uh-huh. it like it always like chills me out and calms me down. Uh, but I really did. I similarly struggled with like finding any of the individual characters. Right. This or is scenes, the thing. Like, is I think you all were like something. Oh, the with. yeah. You all were like, oh, the Schwartzman scenes. Maybe the first one is maybe the toughest because the other guy is a drip. I feel like. Most of these characters are just like, uh, they're kind of a drip. And I don't know, like, I do, like, I really, like, and it's so, it's like this this sort of thing of, like, my head is, like, all in, like, 10 out of uh-huh. 10, like, great job, you, like, <laughs> constructed this beautiful, beautiful jewel box or whatever, uh-huh. and then, like, I never, like, totally connect with it, yeah. and I wonder how much that is a function of, like, me, like, knowing the form and then just, like thinking too much about like uh-huh. okay so then this person's gonna leave exactly. and are they gonna come? Yeah. like i get too ahead of the movie or whatever uh-huh. that i never like invest in the actual scenes sure yeah or if it is just like the movie doesn't do a hundred percent great job of like creating characters who i right with. and like, like i also if like, it is like a problem of the structure or like just the execution of it yeah like i've never seen an Ophels, and i feel like i i like know a lot of people who are like oh of like filmmakers of this era he's like the really cool one uh uh and and so like i don't know like i feel like as it goes on he is kind of like going off more with the camera uh yeah there's some crazy like yeah yeah, it's very ambitious technically yes. on like so many fronts. Uh, I love the little wraparound song that keeps recurring. <laughs> yes, uh, that's I, so the, fun. All the carousel stuffs really cool. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. much more um, 
direct address to the audience. Like a right. lot of like the scene where they're about to have sex and he literally cuts the film script. <laughs> right. So you can't yeah. see it is really, that's, really that's, strong. Yeah. yeah, is there yeah. anytime he like also enters to like meddle to like make sure yes. it's yes. off, I love that. Like that's his presence that's so is fun. really strong. He is, in it, he's really fun. Am I crazy or does he do a bit about how pineapple makes cum taste sweet? It does he? I haven't seen uh, it. Yeah, January, so I don't really remember. Because uh, when at the at the dinner, when the the married guy and the young woman go to the restaurant, uh, he's ta- he's then talking to the uh, wait the waiter there, and he's the, or the other waiter, and he's like, "Oh, maybe we'll serve them pineapple." And the guy's like, "Really?" And he's like, "I don't know. She's a pretty young woman." And I was like, "Is that?" Maybe there's some, again, like, there's sure. plenty of stuff where I'm, like, it's clear that there's some, like, context that I'm missing, but there I was, like... Maybe that was that swallowing back then? <laughs> Jesus Sorry. <Christ>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would they know? I mean... My assumption Make sure is this like, is the pi- explicit tag on. on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we, when we just like maybe pineapple was just like new in the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> maybe they're just excited by a new right, fruit. It's just so <laughs> exotic. Yeah, that like right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I literally like Walbrook's parts. I really like a yeah. great gazoo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bug Bunny type. Uh, just like, you yeah, know, like bat, bat mite type figure. Okay, just like wait. A, sort of exists outside of it. So I'm, I think I am right, because the other thing that, uh, that he serves them is shrimp, and shrimp is supposed to be an aphrodisiac. So I think that is the bit sure. that they're doing. Which is I really mean, funny. it's a movie with sex on yes. its mind. It's I a, certainly yeah, would put it past yeah. it making some, like, yeah, some dirty food jokes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, Sorry, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it has been a while since I've seen it, but I do really like it. I really like Ophuls. Or mm-hmm. not a while. I, I saw it earlier this year. Um, uh-huh. I do, I do, uh, I just don't remember the pineapple cum joke. Um, <laughs> sure. It, uh, I, I, I remember, um, because I had no idea what the La structure was when I watched mm-hmm. it earlier this year. Sure. And, like, when you said it was like Laurent, I was like, oh, wow, like the movie. And, like, I feel like I knew that it was based on a play. But I was just like, whoa, how is this? Because I'd seen the trailer for there, there. It's like, how is this going to be like Laurent? And you're like, well, it's like the structure of the Laurent. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. But then, so, like, when I had watched it, I was like, oh, it's cool. It's like each character passing to the next. Mm-hmm. I also, this is sort of um, just a tangent. But I feel like... Um, Licorice Pizza almost does a Laurent situation the way it passes through everyone sort of, but it's all sort of pairing off with like a lot. Right. Like, it, uh, yeah. Which is and I mean, like, less of a uh, sort of swap, kind of. But, and um, so when. It sounds like more of a, a series of spokes than a, than a circle. Which is also. Sure. Uh, there's also an improv form called the Spokane, which is not kind of that. Um, Spoke can. <laughs> yes. Uh, the. I kick it. Spoke can, I kick it. Spokane, I kick it. What no. was I gonna say? Sorry, sorry. So sorry for no, no, no. this editing job that you have to do on this episode. <laughs> um, this is gonna be raw. <laughs> yeah, this is coming out. I hope we all <laughs> eat pineapple. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
I did Jesus Google Christ. pineapple and semen right now to try to figure Great. out how old that was. A thing. <laughs> is there a Wikipedia page for the idea of Not pineapple? Not search, Emilio. Yes. <laughs> no. like, you've taken it too far now. <laughs> uh, Me? You've, you've crossed the line. I fear. No, I remember I did, say, I did, I did, say... I, I did consider... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I did consider like what I would have to Google so it wasn't like <laughs> insanely just like... <laughs> bad what would turn up <laughs> uh what i was gonna say is that in just like reading a little bit about like some of the theater adaptations like when it has been done there have been times where it's yeah. been done where like everyone is played by the same two people like the the david okay it was before the record where we were talking about the david hair version with right, nicole yeah, kidman uh-huh. i think but that was her and another guy playing all of the characters Really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like... Oval's movies are all so... uh, Like, extravagant and opulent. They're they're just so Mm -hmm. gorgeous. um, Yeah. That it's hard for me not to just be sort of struck by the visual beauty of it all. Yeah. But I do remember, like, the scene near the end, um, when it gets back to the sex worker, Mm -hmm. uh, that sort of... The conversation they had, I remember feeling very strongly about. Yeah, I, uh, that's I, I do. I I think the characters like there starts to be a little more to them as it goes on, maybe as well as the thing just, that yeah. I also remember is that it was just uh, I was like shocked at how funny it was based on the other like offals I had seen that were all mm. pretty um uh not like you know bleak but just like right. a lot of them he's are like, sad yeah like, he's like pretty tragic more romances. tends to be more like melodrama is my impression yes 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 and yeah. this one th- there's a bit of fun ha- being had yeah i mean so, yeah and like i the i guess the, the the impression i get is that basically the the main commentary is just supposed to be like oh look at all these uh people from different walks of life that uh are having sex together uh, clearly sex transcends class which i guess yeah everyone gets it everyone needs <laughs> some sex in their life <laughs> yeah yeah it was i guess it was like also sex but it's also like yeah all of these people are fools everybody all of these people right like, sure they yeah. got it they're and all just like then, yeah i guess so. one level of thinking they're above the other person yeah mm-hmm uh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I my, I guess my only thing was like until we started this podcast, I did not know what you thought these movies had in common. <laughs> it's like I guess they're both like play sort of things, but then I guess now I realize a- after having after watched them, <laughs> yeah, wow, that's crazy. I mean, it's like the there there thing breaks it so much. Sure, it does. Yeah, sure. I guess had yeah. me going the opposite way. Right, I, I did watch them in the opposite order, so maybe that fucked up my there there expectations. Maybe, yeah. and I do think that the thi- I think Cullen's right that the thing that maybe clarifies that it is uh, uh, specifically a take on that is the sort of master of ceremonies role also being transposed into there yeah. there which i i wasn't sure if that came from the play or not or if it was just the, uh, a thing so, yeah i'm not in the movie i do think I, I i could be wrong but i feel like the um the offals is pretty uh uh-huh. faithful yeah that makes sense to the schnitzer Schnitzler. 
Um, uh, yeah, Arthur Schinsler, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's a fun structure. It's always nice to have, like, a sort of thing where you can have a bunch of people have one very strong scene. Mm -hmm. It's like a person can have just, like, a very strong developed take on a character and mm-hmm. then you can move on and do yes. a different thing and you don't have feel like the necessity to bear down or like have an arc or just like completely bog yourself down in one thing you can feel open enough to explore different avenues and give actors the space yeah. to like pr- like practice and run together and fully drill down on one sort of scene or like one sort of emotional yeah scene. And I do feel like, to go back to it is an improv form, I do feel like it is, having worked with it for, like, a month and a half, it is, like, deceptively hard of, like, I think you go in, or even if you've, like, done it a few times as an exercise, you're like, oh, this is easy, the structure's just, like, laid out for you, you always know who's entering and exiting, you know how to come back, and, you know, the thing that maybe on the surface seems hard is just, like, how do you make sure that there's going to be something satisfying at the end when you look back? But I think what really becomes right. challenging about it is it really... Especially because an improv scene is very short. Like, you were usually doing, sure. like, two, three-minute scenes. And so it mm-hmm. very... The thing that becomes really hard is, A, you've got to get a character out immediately who's, like, a clear character, but also... It doesn't mm-hmm. really it, it doesn't really facilitate doing like caricature well or like a very silly character like it you usually right yeah no like you gotta have a character who, is, who will be able yeah, right you who will, like will be makes able to have sense a shift. to bring back who you want to see right. in different situations but who is also very clear and then the other challenge is like uh, very quickly being like okay what's a different situation I can put this character in, into that is like will bring out a different side of them and also still allow them to like be the character that they are right to maintain continuity yes. yeah right yeah revealing yeah. new layers while also yeah uh, so yeah it is it like is... it's a very cool thing to work with I would be into like working with it more and like I uh, the way that Alex Berg taught it was really cool I really he is a very good improv teacher I like him a lot yeah. you know he you know uh, and is also Thinking a fun actor more, and... I guess Good writer. I yeah. guess like, yeah. I guess there there does start with them having sex. That's also yeah, true. Sure, it does. I mean, yeah. and then yeah. and then you know the room that's goes. Such a, that's a, yeah, that's such an interesting way to start it. Also, because it's like, Laurent has an introduction. Laurent uh-huh. has Walbrook sort of yeah. introducing the piece and like, sort of not exactly explaining like what's gonna go on, but like sort of lightly introducing it and mm-hmm. like letting you know what the tone is of the thing is and like pushing it along where it's like them starting like after whatever night they had it's like such a like from zero start with both of these characters where you like need to get over this conversation like who these people are and like what the specificities are mm-hmm. about them are that i really think that like the use of i guess these people homes does help with that mm. though it's like it should it's a thing that should be in congress considering they're supposed to be in the same home but yeah still right yeah yeah that that that's it yeah i think that's right yeah yeah the way that that like that interesting is so strong because uh, i'd seen the trailer and i thought that it was a movie that took place over zoom mm-hmm. um, sure. 
and finding like in that beginning scene i was like are they talking to each other like over skype and then mm-hmm. just finding out that that is what the form of the movie uh-huh. was was very ex- like like you know exciting to get to that point you know early on um but it is like the way that Lenny James i think yeah that is an interesting thing to say about it being their own space is that there is like a i guess not a comfort but especially in that first scene like if they're in their respective bedrooms it's like that is something that they don't have to break down at all is like i've been um, mm-hmm. uh weirdly as of like a person who's been watching movies a lot in my entire life i have only recently been like it must be really hard to act <laughs> and just like thinking about like i have to put myself in the place of this person mentally and physically uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I just cannot imagine that having you know your own space your house is a, th- a remove from that which allows for more focus on the performance itself um yeah cause there's mm-hmm. even like crazy things like you start to think about where it's like in that first scene it's like lenny goes yeah, yeah. up and lenny james goes up and goes to the bathroom mm-hmm and she's like looking in that direction, but you're like, is there even a bathroom there? Sure, in, yeah, right. Where yeah. she is, like, is right. She I was just thinking now, is? like, boy, that figuring out like sight lines and stuff. Yeah, that I think that was like, kind of the thing. Yeah, and it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you look at where the space Lenny James is in, and you're like, this is like greeny. Mm-hmm. It's like it seems like sort of loose, which then Molly Gordon brings up later when she's like describing him as having a Jimmy Buffett vibe. And then there, there is, like, Lily Taylor space, which sort of looks a little more, like, normal, suburban, just, like, mm-hmm. a sort of comfort space for this sort of person. And it's, like, they're similar-looking spaces, but they're also different. And it's, like, I guess they're in her place? I guess they did. Because he leaves and she gets dressed, so I believe yeah, they are. She has her all house. her stuff there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, he's, like, offering to make breakfast and stuff, but he, like, is, like, needs to figure out, I like, think, what she has and everything, like. Yeah, yeah. I think so. When he does push-ups on the bed, I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm so excited! And, like, <laughs> turning uh-huh. around and doing push-ups. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, like, it is crazy just to keep thinking about them not even being in the same space. Uh, like, or not the same space, the same Zoom call, <laughs> like, responding right. to the other actor. Just, like, that must be so... Difficult. It's crazy. I mean, this is the thing. The thesis crazy. of the episode. Like the, yeah. Please. The last scene, especially, you're like, how they have yeah. like some chemist. Yes, like, that is. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> it's something that must be paid attention to. Is what I like. It's crazy that people aren't talking about this movie. Uh, it's gonna be one I think that has a long life after. Yes. And when people discover it, I feel like. Yeah, we're I, gonna look like uh, geniuses. <laughs> right, that's right. We're we're, we're getting first on the record, basically. We're the number one. This yeah, I mean, have I will a Wikipedia say, page. Uh, the one person who I feel like I've seen who is like as into it, and maybe not quite as into it as I am, who, but who I've seen be like, yeah, this is like major Bujalski work as much as his recent stuff is. Uh, recent guest C.J. Prince has this like pretty high on his list, and I think wrote about it some on his Substack. This is like my fourth third favorite I, it's movie. Gonna, it's, I it's gonna be a contender for sure. It's in, in my, my top uh, ten. Yeah. Top ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. It does and it also does make me curious like 
where is Bajowski going next? Like, I know. Especially, yeah, like, he, yeah, like, I think he said, because, like, I mean, I, like, I, cert- like, I love support the girls. Like, mm-hmm. like cert- yeah, that's the like, thing. That's, and, like, have you seen and, results? No, I need to you see that You might really one. like results. Because, like, results I, like, I think I sort of referenced this in a, in a, did I reference this in an episode that hasn't come out yet? Maybe, I don't remember <laughs> where I talked about this at some point, but, like, I went back and watched Funny Haha and Computer Chess after, like, from the perspective of, like, I love Support the Girls. Uh-huh. And yes. I, like, struggled a lot more with those movies than sure. um, than I did with Support the Girls, which I just found, like, an incredibly easy movie to, like, love and yeah. and, and value. Um, uh, but, yeah, this one, like, and, like, this one, like, it certainly is, like, yeah, a stylistic throwback to his earlier stuff, but also, like, I think does have some of that deep character work that you see in, in some of the later stuff that, like... I don't know if it necessarily comes through as quite as strongly in the earlier stuff. And, um, yeah, it really makes me curious. It's like, is he going to try to do something more in the support the girls vein again? Now that like, it is I mean, like, I think more he easy, said, easier to work in that way. I think or he said in the interview, does he want to go back to Disney and write some more? <laughs> adaptation I think he said in the interview movies? that I read that like, right when COVID happened, he was, like, in the early stages of doing something closer to the last couple that he's done. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know if maybe that'll loop back around, or if, yeah, it is certainly easy to imagine that, like, having sort of dealt with such alternate modes of production that he might want to just continue to see what ways and he might be able to sort of stretch those bounds. Yes, I absolutely will be very very curious to see yeah. what the next thing is you, yeah you should watch results and yeah i love kobe i think kobe's great corgan like, is so good in results yeah yeah i watched results like four years ago and i thought it was really good and i was feeling like if i rewatch it i think it's like one of the five greatest movies. yeah like, it's so good. i need to it's see really it again. we should like group I, watch it or something maybe we yeah, totally we should because yeah. i saw it uh, at the Maryland Film Festival, like right, and watched Computer Chess right beforehand, and like yeah. both of them, I was kind of like, "Oh, this is interesting," but I don't know how yeah. in, uh, into it I am. And have since gone back to Computer Chess and been like, "Oh, this is like one hundred percent my shit." Uh, yeah, and so I'm like very curious both to go back to. Uh, results and to go to the earlier stuff because I know the first two are I think mostly non-professional actors but Beeswax yeah. Alex Karpovsky is in and maybe some other sure. actors who still work so yeah I yeah I mean he's great yeah. you know I yeah. think yeah I mean yeah it's it is someone to watch i think for sure and he's like yeah a very exciting artist and 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 working like yeah in in many different modes and i think very successfully in those different modes yes so absolutely yeah i mean you can it is like he is both like a guy who made this very sort of populist movie and support the girls that got a lot of attention from a lot of different spheres and is really excellent and also who like when you're watching the weirder stuff or when you're watching that you're like Oh sure, I can see how this is a guy who studied with Chantal Ackerman. Sure. Yeah. And you know, it's like the the comparison to Soderbergh. Uh, Cuz yeah. the way mm-hmm. that this I mean uh that this is you're mentioning Andy that it's like a return to form 
uh, for like its sort of scale, its cheapness, yeah. and how small it is. And right. then it is also this thing of where the, like you said, the um, the functionality of his characters, the more the depth uh-huh. is there from the stuff like support the girls. But then it also is an experimental, like yeah. shooting over zoom, blocking over zoom, all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, it, it like almost breaks my brain that like this guy is it's the, just the thing of like he's making this movie and no one is talking yeah, about it. Uh, it feels it's... like what it must have been like to <laughs> see these like movies that are being reclaimed as masterpieces nowadays is like sort of <laughs> at, its, at its time yeah, and yeah, yeah like, absolutely this and I experimental mean, like... weird movie is now like part of the canon mm-hmm yeah Um, but yeah, but yeah, so is great. Available for rental now at your, on your, yeah. on your favorite VOD platform. Yep. What'll be crazy um, is we're gonna anyone who listens to or watches the movie before they listen to the episode, we are gonna do serious numbers. So maybe we're there. Sure. There. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. We'll be the biggest audience pop it gets. Uh, all uh, if if even a a, a a you know a a tenth of our audience seeks it out. <laughs> Um, Which, hey, uh, we're saying you all should. This movie is so good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely worth watching. Absolutely worth seeking out. I guess Magnolia stuff usually ends up on Hulu at some point, I think. That seems so, right. Like, it'll probably be on, fine for, it'll probably I mean, be on Hulu like eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, check it out, I think. And uh, I mean, we... It's worth, it's worth watching. I think it's very good. I know yeah. we're wrapping up, but I... Um, <laughs> Do quickly, just like... Just five more things from Cullen. Well, no, just that um, we, we meant, like, you know, a few of us were saying that we didn't love the Schwartzman scenes. I do think Schwartzman is really good, and I'm yeah. very, like, I hadn't seen him in something in a minute, and it was like, I feel like it's nice to be reminded that he's Yeah, like I mean, I immediately, <laughs> when I heard that, you know, I was just excited to see, oh, wow, there's a new Andrew Bielski movie that popped up out of right. nowhere at Tribeca. He's like, but also yeah, he's the big in name it, in it. Like, like yeah. Sure. Yeah, I was like, I mean, James the name. Schwartzman sure. working with, like, a cool director again. Lily Taylor, I you mean. It's not Lily James. <laughs> no, Lenny James. Oh, Lenny James. Sure. Yeah. This is C, you thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you. Yeah. No getting one over on Cullen. I feel like it's possible, very possible that someone has said Lily James at some point during this podcast. Sure. And hey, you'll just have yeah. to guess which one of them we meant. Did you notice? I mean, truly, yeah. Like, I agree. Like, even if that I don't love that first Sword Shortsman mm-hmm. scene, I do really like the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. And it's just like, happy to see him. Happy yeah. to yeah. see him given, given a, a nice a good, role. Very good to great performance. Yeah. yeah. A good meaty role, some nice dialogue, and he just gets to play. He, he, I mean, he has gets good... full control of the space. Like, any, yeah. every actor in this movie does. They just... Yeah. I mean, his house looks great. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice kitchen. Got yeah. that uh, uh, hung, uh, Hunger Games prequel money now. He's, he's in the Hunger Games that... prequel? Wow. I believe so, yes. Let's he's... go. <laughs> Now I gotta watch the other two Hunger Games that I haven't seen. <laughs> they get worse. You've seen the first. Um, two? I watched the first two. Is early. he? Uh, I like Mark. Is he like the old timey Caesar Flickerman? I feel like is the. Or I is think it... so. Yeah, that was that's is fun. Playing. Uh yeah, Lu- yeah, Lucretius Lucky Flickerman. Yes. Oh, player. he's literally Who's... a Flickerman. Wow. I believe. I guess Who's he does Flickerman? look a little like Tucci. 
Oh, Tucci. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. He's the Tucci precursor, which I think is that's fun. funny. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I mean, his upcoming section on on Wikipedia is very funny. What do we yeah. got? It is the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, <laughs> Untitled Sandra O oh and Aquafina comedy film. <laughs> Where they're playing Ast- sisters, I guess. Yeah. A- Asteroid City. Sure. Uh-huh. And Megalopolis. Right. Right. He's He's getting too. a couple. Of- hey, maybe, uh, maybe you can circle back and do the names with Alex Ross Perry now that Shalala's. Uh, it's been back proven that you can. Well, you know, you can make a movie that isn't Cosmopolis out of. Uh, one of his books, whether anyone will respond to White Noise either. We'll see. Will Ferrell's in the, in this in the Aquafina Sandra O oh movie. Will Ferrell's also like, what's going on with him right now? He's it's everyone doing from great. the Bewitch cast. Yeah. Ferrell, Schwartzman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean Ferrell is just like a real like him and McKay breaking up seems to really have hit everybody really weird. Yeah, there was <laughs> li- there was like a moment where it was like, oh, he's gonna do- work with Gus Van Zandt, and I feel like there were maybe other things that sounded interesting, and then those all fell apart. And it's like, wait, well, did the shrink next door? He did spirited, of course. Yeah, I, I mean, he's an Apple he, TV maybe... Plus guy now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he really wanted to play Jerry Bus that bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> and now and Riley played him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that right ultimate now. betrayal. But, thing, but I guess yes, him and Riley are cool according that, to all right, the reports. Well, no, sure. So like yeah. Adam McKay didn't say anything to him about it. He just did it. John C. Riley was like, Hey, this is happening. I assume right. it's weird. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going right. on between you. And then Adam McKay was like, I fucked it up. Like, in, in he's, he's probably right. in interviews, like, three yeah. or four times, but, like, I fucked up my relationship with Will And Ferrell. he's also been like, and he doesn't care that I'm saying that I fucked up. And I'm like, well, right, yeah, yeah, now you're saying it publicly, so. Uh, anyway. yeah. Well, can't wait for that season of Feud or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh! <laughs> God. I mean, listen, Adam and Will. let me play Adam and Kay and Feud Adam and Will. I'll get the chew gum the whole time. Ryan Murphy funny, on the Funny phone. you think you're more of an Adam McKay type than a Will Ferrell type. You don't think I can slouch? I guess you met Adam McKay. Uh, that's, listen, this is true. <laughs> I've done the work. All right. That fucker never hired me to be the sun in Talladega Nights. (laughs) 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 He's on my shit list forever. I'm on Will Ferrell's side. Yeah, I mean, you give give, like a W level a character assassination (laughs) performance. They should just they should uh, they should just do it totally one sided. Where get Van Zant, keep him in, just have Ferrell play himself. And then Cullen right. plays McKay. <laughs> McKay as like the biggest bumbling fool of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone uh, thinks just, I'm Michael Moore. Just riding Will Ferrell's coattails to greatness yes. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so let's book it. Let's get it done. Ryan Murphy, your move. If you're listening. <laughs> um, God, Ryan Murphy needs to be stopped. <laughs> he's more powerful than ever now he's got he had two hit shows on netflix within a week of each other or whatever so what were they we don't um, need to talk about this we don't need to talk about this yeah <laughs> it was Ma- Dahmer monster the hey, jeffrey Dahmer yeah. story and then the watcher i think was the, what the other one was called cool. what i don't know. i we 
great. Uh, do we um, want to do special presentations? Yeah. Abby Cannavale and Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, right? let's do special yeah. presentations. I mean, the last thing I just wanted to please, say please, is that uh, Swartzman's really good. They should let Alex Swartzman make another movie. Yes. Absolutely. So he, he has had some very funny podcast appearances talking about how they won't let him make movies. <laughs> Hey, listen, make a fucking pavement movie. I'll go see it. Yeah, he's. Are you gonna? Are we gonna all go see the pavement music? I think it's happening like tomorrow. Unfortunately. Uh, Ot dub. Yeah, I'm just gonna miss it. I guess. Too bad. Um. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, God, Andy listening to pavement. What would that? Even <laughs> I know nothing for? about what it is. That's really you wouldn't funny. like. What, is, what I, even is the I, sound? I mean, I, like, I know like it... I know like four songs. Yeah. Pavement. I mean. It's like, I, I mean, I, 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 I love pavement even, I couldn't so much, which it. is all you need to know of sure. you. I'm more into Stephen Malcolm and the Jicks. Mm. Can we do special presentations? <laughs> We've go. been trying to transition to what it for getting? like five what minutes. Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't hear what you said because I was talking. So I talked over you. <laughs> Andy, me. what do you I have? apologize. Um. Uh, Hugh Jackman tweeted a video this week. (laughs) (laughs) Hugh Jackman tweeted a video? (laughs) Of Nicole Kidman uh, winning the charity auction that he does at the Music Man for his hat at every show. She bids $100,000 to win his hat, like, and the video is really, really charming, because, like, it's it's from the audience POV. You just, he's like, the, the, the guy is doing, like, the auction... Is like they're like at like ten or twelve thousand or something. Like they're not at very high. And then all of a sudden you hear Nicole Kid like an unmistakable Nicole Kidman go, one hundred thousand. Like there's a little pause between one hundred and a thousand. And then she like serenely like walks down the aisle to the front of the stage and like clasps Hugh Jackman's hand and the audience is going crazy. It's a really incredible video and it's very worth checking out. She she like wanders down the aisle again a second time to collect the hat towards the end. They like she goes down and she like gets on the mic and says some stuff about like, oh I love Broadway or whatever and like I'm happy to support like it's a really great video. It's it's not very long. It's very wor- much worth seeking out. So you know um, um, that's my special presentation this week. This is not my special presentation, but just quickly speaking of Nicole Kidman did you know that uh, Luke Evans put out an album of covers and he does say something with Nicole Kidman? <laughs> yeah. What does he say? No, say something. The song that's like, oh, say something, I'm giving up on you. Oh, sure. <laughs> wow. And Nicole Kidman's the feet on that one. <laughs> sure. Remember when she, they had her theme sing the theme song for uh, what was the, the Hugh Grant one? The Hugh Grant. Uh, no, HBO we don't remember this. The Undoing? Yeah, The Undoing. She sang the theme song for that. Like, for the uh, show or, like, as a bit? No, for the show. It was, like, a cover of something. It was a cover of a famous song. I forget what it was. But she, wow. It was her, the, the theme song for the show was her doing a cover. That's crazy. Um, she's What an she's interesting figure, it? Nicole Kidman. I don't, I'm not even, like, a huge fan, but I think she's very interesting. <laughs> Do you think she has seen... The Moulin Rouge on Broadway? Yes, very. I know she has. She like <laughs> there was like Instagram videos all over the place of her seeing that show when she saw it. What all did right. you think? I think. I mean, she was publicly very effusive about it. I don't. I don't know what she privately thought of it, but you she can't that. like. <laughs> not, she can't be like this was a piece of shit. Like just you guys... ask Herbst, Amelia. He'll tell you. <laughs> dream a little <laughs> dream of me is the song that she sang That's for right. the undoing. Sure. 
Who's next? <laughs> this week's theme song is going to be Cullen singing Dream <laughs> I was singing your theme song the other day to myself. Great. Who's who next? Wants, who, yeah, who wants to yeah. present, especially present next? I'll go. Game of chicken. Jesus. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know, speaking few minutes ago of talking about getting into acting uh oh boy another thing that has <laughs> positioned me in this space where i'm thinking about this is akira kurosawa's ron which is based on king lear sure. my biggest heel turn ever as Shakespeare nailed it. <laughs> I feel like he's really good. That's a face turn. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, a guy who I've previously called not real. Um, I, I think he, he, he's pretty good. If someone, you know, gets someone with a better sense of visuals behind the wheel. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah. So I, I was not very familiar with King Lear at all. Uh, it was. It all came as a surprise to me. Everything that happened in the movie, uh, sure. and it's incredible. It's a very depressing, sad, bleak movie about no matter how hard you, uh, you know, repent and try and lean towards the good ways and help your family, it'll all go bad in the end anyway. And uh, just a very like sad movie about uh an old man who distanced himself from his family and then they don't want anything to do with him it made me think of a uh, make way for tomorrow a lot as well of just this old man having to go from house to house of his children and none of them want anything to do with him um but it is just you know it's an incredibly gorgeous movie uh one of kurosawa's later ones at the time was the most expensive in Japan, I think is what they say. Um, the crazy thing that I heard about it is like, uh, Kurosawa was like nearly blind at the time when he made it. So he did this thing where he just made watercolors of what he wanted the scenes to look like. And then the cinematography team brought it to life and the images in it are so, so striking. If you follow me on twitter.com, uh, and you were able to break past my shadow ban, you would have seen, um, pictures of clouds from, uh, from the movie. Uh, but it is, you know, it's, it's an incredible, incredible movie. Every curse I watch, I'm like, I gotta watch more of this, but I need like a few weeks or months to decompress it between each of them. Amelia? Um... I forget. Did I plug Runaway Train last time? No. I don't. Okay. Uh, I'm plugging the movie Runaway Train, uh, directed by Andrei Konchalovsky. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, John Boyd, Eric Roberts, Rebecca De Mornay. They're in a train together. They're trying to get out. Uh, John Boyd gives an unhinged performance. Uh, give. Speaking with an accent I have never heard in any human being. Eric Roberts is trying to be Southern. Does it work out? That's up to you. Is it Walter? Is uh, John Voight? Yeah, I think. No, Manny. Manny, yeah. 
Manny. And uh, one of the craziest final frames of any movie I have ever seen. Uh, worth watching the entire thing just to see how it ends because it is truly like so hard to expect what happens just like filmmaking wise so yeah people should watch runaway train if you like tony scott's unstoppable you should watch runaway train mm-hmm. you know kontolovsky wrote andre rublev he did you know who you know who <laughs> i mean ha- I you know who has a story by a russian director you know but... yeah you know who has the story by credit on runaway train andre tarkovsky <laughs> Akira Kurosawa. (laughs) Is it based on something? Akira Kurosawa wrote a version of it based on a true story, and then it just, like, sat on a shelf for, like, 15 years, and then a studio was like, we'll just buy this script and we'll just turn it into some action movie. (laughs) So Akira Kurosawa has a story by credit. That's really good. He's gone off in lots of different directions, is my impression. Yeah. Uh, I just started watching a show called uh, Fleischman is in Trouble with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Lizzie Kaplan, Claire Dane. How dare you scoop me on this? Uh, I'm having a lot of fun. With, yeah, it was recommended to me by Andy. He said that he thought I would like it. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, you know, good you to hear see me talk about it in like two weeks. Eisenberg back in uh, something I'm interested in seeing. Uh, I was like, started, the, the premise is that uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes are a couple that are getting divorced, and I was like, isn't Claire Danes like 10 years older than Jesse Eisenberg? But no, it's like three or four years. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, very kind of based on a book, adapted by the author of the book, very kind of literary, uh, kind of catnip yeah, for I've me. Yeah, I've been quite... It's a classic thing where I look at one frame of it and I'm like, I feel, I bet this is some Philip Roth bullshit. Hey, <laughs> it's not really, but not better. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, with well, that, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Can I Kick It? Where, if you look at our bio, you'll have there's a link tree with all yeah. of our other sites and everything uh thanks to everyone who's on. mentioning that we're on their spotify yes. or whatever uh-huh. it really does uh make yep. us it's really crazy good. yeah <laughs> i think about this a lot where i'm like there i i don't want to tell people that i like their thing because i don't want to be like annoying but i've never been upset when someone tells me yeah they like our thing so i'm like you just do it yeah. as much as i feel you like can. i've gotten better at it in the last like year uh but yeah like, this is a good thing <laughs> yeah totally uh, but yeah um and yes, yeah, so all of our links are there. Our theme songs by True Related, who's on Spotify and SoundCloud at True Related. I'm on Twitter at Clatchley, C L A T C H L E Y. Andy T. Germ. Okay! <laughs> Andy had an episode. <laughs> Kinda. Don't know what to do with that one. <laughs> Emilio? <laughs> <laughs> it's the answer is move on to the next person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm left alone on Twitter. I left alone on Letterboxd. Uh, and JCP Glickweber Twitter everywhere, including Substack, where earlier this week I published a poem, uh, among other things. Uh, I haven't read it yet. I gotta read it. I read it. I'm a big fan of Jesse Substack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, keep tabs on that, everyone. 
The Enchirito? Yeah. There's a bit on that. I didn't have an Enchirito today. I have not had... I gotta try and get... I mean, if I they're done, if they're done, you got like an hour left, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, I can't. <laughs> it, I mean, I this chance. is... The thing is that you probably could just ask for it, because they have all the sure. things. Uh, but yeah. You gotta get a bunch of stuff on the side. Big, <laughs> big deal. Um, uh, you gotta get a dish somehow to put it all yeah, together. Yeah, it's sort of like those people who like hack fast food restaurants. And right. Like, if you ask for this specific thing, they have to give it to you for free. Well, I and mean, Taco Bell you is pretty your good own about customizations. You just do have to pay for it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think I can release our audience. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, we did a Laurent, but it was with a bullshit <laughs> conversation at the beginning, and then one at the end as well.